0: Welcome to Stress-Free Living, I'm Gregory Landsman. Self-belief is what shapes our world and our children's. I saw this firsthand some years ago when I did research into the level of body dissatisfaction amongst children aged seven to 12. During one of the research sessions, one of the teachers told me about a young girl in her class who was born with a wine-colored birthmark on her cheek. As a result, she was cruelly treated at school. They called her names and rejected her for the way she looked. Thinking she could stand it no more, she asked her mother if her birthmark could be removed. A doctor told them that it could be removed, but that surgery of this kind was extremely painful as they needed to cut into the layers under the skin. At the time, the little girl decided she wouldn't do it. A couple of months later, her mother went to pick her up from school and found her collapsed on the footpath. She had been bullied so intensely that she had collapsed unable to cope with the emotional strain of rejection any longer. The young girl told her mother that she wanted to have the surgery, and so eventually the birthmark was removed. However, it left a scar on her cheek. On her return to school, her experience didn't improve. Instead of torturing her about her birthmark, they called her Scarface and still wouldn't play with her. One of the research questions was about what children of different ages consider beautiful and whether they could ever see themselves as beautiful. During a session in class, this young girl, who was eight at the time, stood up in front of assembly and said to me, Mr. Greggs, I could never be beautiful. When I asked her why, she told me that beautiful people don't have scars. I was heartbroken to hear a child of this age say this, and I said a silent prayer for her, because I knew the pain of never feeling good enough as a child. As I continued with the session, on the same day, a young boy with the biggest ears that I had ever seen stood up and said, I'm beautiful, Mr. Greg. I asked him to tell me what he believes makes him beautiful. He said, my ears. My mother told me that when I was born, that I was given ears that not many people have and that they were special. I love my ears. When I heard this young boy say I love my ears, I wanted to stand up and applaud. He was an incredible example of self-belief in action. The funny thing was that not a single child in the class sniggered, sneered or laughed when he said this and the teachers told me that he was never bullied or teased. Self-belief is incredibly powerful. It ensures we know that we don't have to be tall to stand tall. All we need to do is hold our head high and believe in ourselves. Everything I had experienced told me that this young boy could have been hammered every day for his years and yet he wasn't. He had friends, was treated with respect, and exuded genuine self-confidence. I know from experience at both ends of the spectrum that when you believe in yourself, you experience the world in a different way. You recognize and appreciate your differences. You know you have value and a place in the world. Yet somehow when you don't have any self-belief, people sense it and play back what you feel inside there is no doubt we become the sum of our experiences. We also become the sum of what is given to us as children. When we are loved, we learn the ability to give love. When we are respected, we learn to respect ourselves and others. When we are shown that we are valuable, we believe we have a place in the world and have something to contribute. When all of the research was compiled, the result was that 96% of the children involved wanted to look differently than they did. I was staggered by this, but it confirmed once again that body dissatisfaction was a modern-day epidemic that is eating away at us year by year, and that it starts young. Not liking who we are sets us up for rejection, rejection that starts with the way we think about ourselves and is then confirmed in many small or large ways as we go through life. While most of us have experienced rejection at some point, regardless of what shape it takes, rejection always feels like a fine splinter that gets stuck under your skin. And the deeper it goes, the harder it is to get out. If I had to pick one of my childhood memories that was like one of those splinters, one that stands out started at a family gathering in South Africa. I was about seven at the time, and on this particular day, my father's sister who lived next door held a party for the whole family. My father had six siblings, so there were lots of cousins all playing and laughing together. Late in the afternoon, the ice cream man rode down our street, and my grandfather, Opa Charlie, stopped him. He called out to all of his grandchildren to come and get an ice cream. One by one, we all stood in line as he bought ice creams for each grandchild. I was excited. I loved ice cream, especially the little hard chocolate bits that would slowly melt in my mouth. Licking my lips, I stood patiently waiting my turn while he handed ice creams to each one. When it finally came to my turn, he looked down at me and without rhyme or reason said, What are you waiting for? Then he literally shooed me away like a dog as he continued shouting, Go on, what are you waiting for? I just stood there wondering what I had done wrong. I looked at him and he must have seen the hurt in my eyes. How could he not? He continued to make shooing gestures as he walked away like a man of stone. No feelings, no remorse. Suddenly, out of nowhere, I heard my oma shout, Stop! to the ice cream man. My mother's mother, or oma as I called her, lived with us and had seen what had happened from the window. She burst out of the house and started sprinting towards the ice cream man. Trying to repair my hurt, she bought me ten ice creams at once. Then she handed me one ice cream and said, You will never be short of ice cream in your life. So much of what we believe about ourselves is formed by our experiences. And there were so many moments in my life when Oma fed my soul and helped strengthen my heart with her kindness. Funnily enough, eating ice cream together became one of our joys. Still today, I never eat ice cream without thinking of her. We all have the opportunity to fuel a child's sense of self-belief with kindness or to break it down with nastiness. And in almost every situation, it is so much easier to be kind than to be nasty. Being nasty generally leaves us with a sense of needing to rationalize and justify our bad behavior, because somewhere inside we know we could have done better. Whereas being kind leaves us feeling a strong sense of our own goodness. I learned from my childhood and my experiences in the beauty industry that what makes a person ugly isn't their physical characteristics or their differences but their behavior, their actions, and their judgments. To me, a beautiful person is one with strong self-belief who is comfortable in their skin and whose personal values allow them to treat themselves and others with kindness, respect, and compassion. But this isn't always easy to do. Self-belief takes work and commitment. Everyday people will challenge us to know our own value, whether that is withholding an ice cream A promotion, a kind word, or a party invitation. And perhaps the hardest thing to understand is why. Some people are nasty for no other reason than they choose to be, and we can drive ourselves crazy trying to figure why they feel the need to do it. But we can't. We just need to remember that people's nasty behavior says more about them than it will ever say about the person they are torturing. We never learn to know our value through situations that are kind and loving, but through situations that are generally very unkind and very unloving. Understanding this allows me to look back and make peace with so much of what took place in my childhood, knowing that it all had its place in making me the man I am today. This is the power of self-belief that allows us to know in the deepest part of our being that we deserve to be treated with respect, Because anything else is not an option. I realized that by waiting for someone to do the right thing by me, I was wronging myself. We waste our value, our lives, and our time when we wait for someone to validate us. Even today when I am feeling hurt or disillusioned, I ask myself what is this situation asking me to look at, to heal, to strengthen, or to leave behind. Learning to value what we represent in the world is a lifelong lesson and hopefully there comes a time in all our lives when we realise that the crumbs people throw us are not a banquet. This has been a hard lesson, but when I decided I was worthy of being treated with kindness and respect, I found the joy and happiness I was looking for. As adults we have the ability to rationalise our experiences and to try and make sense of them, but as children, hurtful experiences become splinters that we can spend decades trying to heal. If we want the future to be different, then we need to start with the experiences we give the world's children. We need to remind our children to believe in their differences, to accept them wholeheartedly, to nurture them and to celebrate them. For when we accept our own differences, we accept other people's differences and the differences in life. Let us show our children that with self-belief, our lives are not about limitations, but endless possibilities. Let them see how it works in our lives and the everyday miracles it can create. I believe we can do better because we know better. My greatest hope is a world where differences are not merely tolerated, but truly celebrated, regardless of who we are or what we look like. Being treated with kindness and respect is not a privilege, it is a human right. Until next time, I'm Gregory Landsman. This is Stress Free Living. Stay blessed and do good in the world. I love you just the way you are Baby, you're my superstar Baby, you're my superstar Baby, you're my superstar I love you just the way you are Baby, you're my superstar Keep it real